man, this comic book sucks. And the reviews online said it was good. I wasted my money. Why didn't somebody tell me? Hey everybody, this is Spinner Rack. We're doing comic reviews. This is Petey right here and we have... Calvin Ellis. Good to be back. Let's hit it. Now, in the present day, there's a female Thor. That's Jane Foster. And we decided for this review to go back in time to see the last... Well, she had other stories in, within the original run. Go this back in time and see why she should not be Thor. No, that's not what we're going. We're going back and kind of do our last sort of official visit with Thor. She does appear later in the Kirby run, but it's just sort of a glimpse at her, where she was at. But this is our final story where Thor has finally decided that, you know what, he wants to be, he wants her as his woman. He wants to bring her to Asgard to bring her to his home. And he's bringing her there to meet her father, like to really meet him. And she goes, they go to Asgard. And then Odin has this plan that he's come up with that she has to actually become a goddess to, for them to be together. So Fair she, enough. Fair enough. I don't know, but, you know, Odin has these weird ways. So Odin gives her power, and she's using the power. She's unused to it. Can you move over to just a second, Cal, just so we can see Jane in her outfit? Yeah, there she goes. She has, she has a little outfit. She's able to fly and whatnot. But she's kind of weary of it. I mean, she only gets one day with this power, these powers. Then um, either you're worthy, or you're not. <laughs> but not everybody's worthy. Not everyone has exactly worthy. exactly the point. <laughs> that was exactly the point okay, of the story. There we go. So then um, they have to go to this. They go and decide this final. There's a final test for Jane Foster. She's going to go into this room, and it's something that looks oddly in the room in this dark room that looks like the forearm terror. It's good to see that, you know, Kirby decided I'm not letting this design go to waste. I'm bringing it to Superman. So <laughs> Jane, of course, is totally freaked out by whatever this menace looks like. We can't see his face. And then Thor comes and saves her. He Basically, she's like, you know, she almost shot out of a cannon out of Asgard. And Thor's like, Odin, you're playing this whole thing. Father, how could you do this to me? And then, of course, he's Odin. So <laughs> he's like... You know, he basically puts, you know, puts the hammer down. But then, of course, the forearm terror or this monster is called again. And who appears? We kind of forget Jane Foster because a warrior woman, Sif, comes in. And, yes, a real one. And she's part, you know, in the real Norse god mythology. That is that to be Thor's wife. So it's like, oh, wow, and she's a hottie? This works out perfectly. Jane who? No, Jane Foster. Well, Jane Foster is different. It made, they added a different dynamic when they added Sif. But this is our goodbye to Jane. There was some issues. I mean, there's also some issues with Odin. But, you know, this was her, our goodbye to Jane. So it was kind of odd going to the present day and she now being worthy, which we already proved. Whether you like the story or not, this is what it is. She kind of freaked out completely from the moment she got on Asgard. So Kind of freaked out? Like she was scared of everything. She did a full freak. <laughs> she went totally. Which, which, a, which for me was a great story because a lot of people assume that hey, they're just given God-given abilities, you know, on the level of what Jane was given, which she wouldn't have been on Thor's level either. Okay, she would have been like a lesser god if if you want to say just that. But the ability to fly, everybody thinks, oh, if I got the ability to fly, it'd be great. No, not everybody would be able to handle it. 
Not everybody would like it. You have spent the majority of your life living one particular way. Having additional power, and this is something that we've seen in all these uh, modern shows, that powers are this liability, that powers have these repercussions, these drawbacks, and all this other sort of thing. In that storyline right there, it was like, hey, if you want to be with Thor, no problem, but you have to live as a god. You can't, look, she can't be there as a mortal. Okay, it's it's just not going to happen. Thor was okay with more. it though. Thor is not Odin. <laughs> Odin has Thor all these weird rules. Thorin, no, Odin is the guy who sacrificed one eye and crucified himself for nine days in order to get wisdom. He knows what the heck he's talking about. So if he says this is the case, no problem. But the whole idea, it's no different than what he did with Thor. You can't have this hammer unless you're worthy. You have to be worthy of it. Jane, these are the abilities. And mind you, Jane didn't say in this story, hey, you know what? It's just one day. You know, let me see if I can get used to it. Jane said, get me the hell out of here. It wasn't like Odin said, you have a time limit. Jane said, no, I don't want to do this. Send me back home. I don't like it here. I don't like this, and I don't like it. And that was the end of the story at this point. And she was given three tests that were pretty, I mean, the first test was just flying. And she, you know, it just didn't, it just didn't hold up to well, it. His first test was getting on the... On the Bifrost and her getting freaked at that. And yeah. Like somehow it was real. It's never busy. This is the first day <laughs> she gets out there. They're carrying trolls the around. Is, Jane <laughs> was Jane Foster was not up to snuff. Okay. Mind you, Thor loved her anyway. Okay. He did not stop and say, you know what? Oh, I guess you're not the woman I thought you were, Jane. And you know what? I guess all those other girls I was shagging, even though he wasn't with any other women at the time, his devotion to Jane was true to the point he was willing to accuse his father of setting the whole thing up. And the cynical person would say, yeah, Odin set this whole thing up. But Odin again, sets everything up. That's given too much to Odin. He's and the not enough, That's given too much to Odin and not enough to Jane's character. And not enough to Jane's character. Not everybody's worthy of Godhood. They're just not. And the story plays out. Odin never passes judgment on her. Odin never gives her a time limit. She says she wants to get the hell out of there. He acquits, and he acquits her of what she wants, and that's pretty much the end of that. So now we jump forward to today, and somehow Jane became worthy. This is a Not only trick. just worthy, <laughs> she's more worthy than Thor ever was, even in that story right there. Okay, because if we look at, uh, what is that, Thor Generations? Oh, what is Thor doing now? Oh, Thor's like yeah. a jerk. He can't even lift up Mjolnir. He's, you know, fighting with an axe. Though none of the prose Edda ever says that he uses anything other than his hammer. So you know, it, it's just whack. But this is, a, again, it's a story to remind people two things. One, Jane was tried, she was weighed, she was measured, and she was found wanting. If you want to now say that she's worthy, you really have to explain what happened between then and now. And they did a lot to develop Jane's character. You know, she wasn't just a nurse, she was EMT, she's running in a burning building, she's doing all this other type of stuff. Because every character, if you're so, if you're, if you're, a supporting character, you know, these days, the supporting character is no longer just like Foggy Nelson, where I'm a good attorney. Supporting characters now have to be almost just as good as the, you know, the lead character, because everybody's got to be on, you know, we don't want the other people who like that character feeling bad or that character feeling bad. But Jane was that particular supporting character, and they decided they would develop her more up to the point where, I mean, at the very least, you know, she was more, you know, she wasn't even, she was a doctor now. So she went from being a nurse to a doctor, more competent in these areas. That explains that in that particular direction. We're never told why it is that she's now worthy to hold this hammer. We don't even know why Thor, to be quite honest, is not worthy to hold the hammer. But this is a great book to go back and look on, especially for those of you guys who are Jane enthusiasts. 
Wouldn't you like to know how it is that Jane went from being this lily-livered mortal into somebody worthy of holding Mjolnir? And how is it that Thor went from being this guy who was so in love with her to this cheating lech that we're being presented with? Here's how. People have never read this story, and the people who are presenting Thor as this repugnant shell of what he is supposed All right. to be... All right. <laughs> embrace that because you can't have both you can't have two noble characters running around that defeats the purpose with Jane because if Thor's noble he's right. got to have Mjolnir we, we, it's turned from being a review to a slam on Jane and now was I'm there ever any doubt where <laughs> this was going to go but I was we don't like you we, Jane we, we know don't how like you. we know how comics go and a lot of continuity gets steamrolled to do a different take that's completely against what happened before. But it's interesting to see, if you look at this and look at the older Thor, it's a little looser than than the you know the Fantastic Four, whereas they're like, all right, let's, we, they made the new, the dynamic changes completely after this point, because it's then a Sif and Balder, and then you also had the Warriors Three, which were around, but it's like they added a new dynamic with the love triangle with Thor, Sif, and then Balder on the side, loving Sif, but not being Thor's best friend and not wanting to interrupt that. So it's interesting going back. I haven't you know, looked at that issue in a long time. It's a fun issue. It's sort of a quick exit for her and saddening, because you know how tough Odin was all before that. He's just like, what is she doing? What? He's with that mortal again. Half your power, Thor. That's right. <laughs> and that's the problem I have with Odin. It was he Odin was, was a bad guy. Hey, Odin was no love loss. He was like, you want to go? Hey, got to go, got to go. See you later. <laughs> see, that's, see you later. That's why Thor got mad. It's like, it's like you planned it. The way you made everything busy Odin, and crazy. O Odin's, job is, Odin's job is Asgard. It's not to come over here and to, be, you know, and to be nice and kind to mortals. That's what he's got Thor for. And he's always telling Thor, hey, you're spending too much time down there. I'm trying to get ready. You ready to take over up here. And Thor's like, nah. No, they need help. I want to come a over lot here. Of mess going on. He's like, I want to come over here and you know help out these mortals. He's like, and what happens with Mangog or Surtur? You know, he took care we, of them. You know, we got all this stuff going on over here, and Thor's kind of like, both. well, you know. So, but I've always loved Surgeon. Sif. I've always loved Sif, and when they brought Sif on, I was like, yes, this is great. This is good. This is where he should. This is where he should be. I just never really care for. I just never really care for Jane Foster. And mind you, this is reading back. Okay, this is reading back. When I got on, Sif was already, you know, Sif was already a fixture. When I got on, this is like a, an issue or two before Walt Simonson, but Sif was now giving Thor the ultimatum that, look, you need to choose. It's either me or, the, you know, you, it's either me or Midgard. Because Sif was like, look, Midgard's cool. I don't live there. You know, I'm an Asgardian. Asgard is my home. And Thor was, you know, always divided between the two. And this is right before, this is the issue right before 337. We get Beta Ray Bill in. And then Sif does the other thing. I'm going to go off an adventure with Beta Ray Bill. And Thor's like, you're going to what? He's like, okay, uh, you know, keep it close. You know, like, while everything is gone. So this is reading back. And Jane's character, there's nothing wrong with her as a turtle character. She just never, I just never felt she was a really good fit for Thor. And like Odin, you know, I agree with him. It's like, when it was time to go, he's like, get out. Okay, no problem. All right, then, spin a rack out. The slam job is done. That's right. <laughs> We're going to keep on slamming until we get back the true Thor, the Odin son. Thanks, Thanks Spinarak. You saved me money.